Ever feel like you've got to get your should together? Is your should about to hit the fan? Have you been sitting in your shoulds for most of your life wondering if you could be more, see more, or do more? Welcome to Shut the Should Up with Candace Payne and Jenny Randall. We're both authors and speakers who want to stomp out your flaming bag of should. With a whole lot of faith, together, let's sort through the pain, purpose, and promise to find freedom in the things we tell ourselves we should and should not do. Because there's so much more in you. Who is needing some freedom? From the things that you tell yourself you should or shouldn't do today regarding your passions over your performance mindset, because I'm here for it. I, I need it. High need five. It. Let's do it. Absolutely. High five for real. We are in the middle of the series. And if you haven't already gotten what's happened in this, this season, we're doing these five mini series on certain things that we want to help you find freedom from, because we too are in the same boat with you finding freedom ourselves. But we also know that we have to get outside of our heads because Jenny and I have a tendency to kind of recycle the same thoughts that we think. <laughs> and so it's always good to bring in somebody that's an expert in these little mini series. And today we have got somebody for you that you are going to love. We want to introduce to you Kelly. I want you to just listen. Kelly Haddock is a singer, songwriter, wife, mom, but get this, she's also a former widow. Kelly's lived through tragedy. She's found hope and joy on the other side of that. And now she's living on mission as a hope giver. I love that. Her powerful mm -hmm. pop anthems are pumping with hope to fuel your soul with an honesty that acknowledges the struggle and a perspective that points to redemption and beauty. The Thank You Project a short film featuring Kelly's story of gratitude after tragedy has attracted more than 150 million views and been featured on the today show, the Huffington post and cosmopolitan among other national and international media outlets. Kelly has performed in Iraq, Israel, China, across the U.S., offering music that engages the soul in all of its beauty and vulnerability. We want to welcome, with a big shut the should whoop, welcome, whoop. Kelly Haddock. <laughs> How are you? Oh, it's so great to be with you guys today. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. Jenny, I'm telling you, you are the finder of Kelly bringing her to the stage today. And so I feel like I'm just going to be learning from the both of y'all and, and jumping in on what we're doing with your friendship that you've already built. But I'm just so excited to hear your story today and for you to give us a mastermind in really honestly finding this fearless confidence that we all need to give us passion to do the things that God's called us to do. Yeah. I So Candace and I were brainstorming ideas under the, this mini series, passion over performance. And we were thinking, let's talk on confidence. And, you know, mm -hmm. for me, sometimes I can walk in a room and feel like the most confident person other times, not so much. And we were brainstorming like, who are the most confident people we know? And Kelly, you were at the top of my list. <laughs> We've ministered together. We're real life friends. We've hung out a lot. And I just want our listeners to know that you carry not just an exterior confidence, but there's such a confidence in who the Lord is that you've shared uh, with me throughout your journey. So we're excited to have you here today. Leading, guys, get your pen and paper, five reminders for fearless confidence. I got mine. Yes. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm going to write it out. <laughs> 
Thank you so much. Well, I love doing podcast interviews. They're probably my favorite, favorite thing to do. And um, I've done a lot. And a lot of times at the end of an interview, somebody will just ask me a really random question. So uh, a couple months ago, um, they asked me, what's your superpower? And I was sort of like, oh, I don't have a superpower. I don't know. <laughs> but I just feel like the Holy Spirit just dropped something into me. And, and it was this. It was that failure taught me that my superpower is knowing I have nothing to prove and nothing to gain because I'm already perfectly loved and have all I could need. Mm -hmm. And so that's the superpower I want to share with you all today. And I call that fearless confidence. And I want you to hear me say that it was failure that helped me find that, not success. Wow. And Girl. that's a really important distinction. So you just heard my fancy bio and I've got this viral video with 150 million views and I've done all these things. Um, I released my third album right after that, thinking that the whole world was going to care about this album, just like they cared about the video. And the mm. album flopped, failed, just didn't meet any expectation I or anyone else had for it. I think it's a good album, but it yeah. failed. And I felt like I failed and I wanted to give up. And it took me about two years of bringing that to the Lord. And in a sense, I mean, I, I joke about, I could write a book about breaking up with God because I sort of tried to break up with him, but then he wouldn't let me. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, but it was really through the failure of that album and, and through those couple years of just really having my heart ripped apart and my motives ripped apart. Um, I realized that I had made it about me. And, and then I, I felt the Holy Spirit call me to make a Christmas album. Mm -hmm. And um, so- Tis the season, Tis the season. <laughs> so in 2019, I just sort of hobbled back into the studio. And it was an album that I made because I love Christmas, because I love God. And I wasn't trying to be a cool artist. I wasn't trying to prove anything. I was just showing up and having a good time. And that album with zero effort, like is my best performing album by far. It did great, mm. succeeded. And you know what? I realized that in the high of the high and the low of the low, that that statement held true, that my superpower is knowing I have nothing to prove and nothing to gain because I'm already perfectly loved and have all I could need. And the success mm. didn't provide what I was hoping it would provide. And I realized in the failure that I was still okay. Yeah. And that God still loved me and he was still working through me. And so that's what I want to talk with you guys about today is these five reminders that I've held on to. Um, I've gone on to make another album after the Christmas project. I just released an album a few months ago called Orchids from Fire. And mm -hmm. I know this podcast is releasing at Christmas time. I just got signed with an agency that works with Lauren Daigle and Harry Connick Jr. And so this is really awesome, exciting news. And yeah, we are uh, that's very exciting news because I kind of have my own thing with Harry Connick Jr. So uh we'll talk off camera later. <laughs> definitely. Candace did perk up. She was like, wait a minute. Um, I'm like a teeny tiny minnow in like a giant pond, but um, I'm glad to be swimming. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> but, but but Harry's in that pond. So yeah. if you could just swim by every now and then and be like, hey, Harry. <laughs> My bitchy face. <laughs> uh, 
I just made a fishy face for those of you who are not watching the video feed. Um, so yeah, yeah. So I just want to speak with you guys about some ways that will help you stay anchored in what is yeah. true. And yeah. so the first thing I want to encourage you with is to know who you are. Second Timothy 1 7 mm. says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. All right. For those taking notes, this is point number one for you. Know, know who, you, who are. you are. I love that. Yes. So the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. It's also important to know what he's trying to do. Yeah. And most often that begins with your confidence. You need to recognize that you have an enemy and he wants to take your confidence. Yeah. But yeah. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power and love and sound mind. But the enemy wants you to feel powerless. He just mm -hmm. comes and takes that confidence and you're like, oh, no, I have no confidence. And you think <laughs> it's you, but it's not you. It's the enemy robbing you of your confidence. But when you realize that God has already given you power over that, then you can rise up and reject those lies that say you can't, that say you're not enough, mm. that try to take your confidence. You've Girl. already been given all you need. So remember who you are and whose you are. Come on. She's got so her good. preaching pants on today. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, let's, what we like to do, I, I'm going to pull out the super practical mm -hmm. side of this. So you're mm -hmm. saying reject those lies, replace it with the truth of God, obviously be anchored in him. And from there, mm -hmm. your confidence comes. What, how on a practical level, do you reject those lies? Do you just do that through, well, through I prayer or what does that look like? I think you? a lot of time identifying that voice. So mm -hmm. we can just like hear it in our head and we're not even really aware of like that drip of slime that's coming on us. Ooh. And so when you just sort of step back for a minute and be like, wait, what, what voice am I listening to right now? Who am I listening to right now? Am I listening to the spirit of God that's not given me a spirit of fear, but of power? Or am I listening to the enemy that's trying to rob my confidence right now? Mm. So I think just sort of stepping back with like a little moment of intentionality and perspective and, and just asking yourself that question, who am I listening to? I mean, I think this is so good because I'm not even going to lie. Um, recently, you know, we get to the point where we get weary in doing what we're supposed to do. And I know you're going to even speak to this, so I don't want to give too much away, but knowing who we are. When you're saying that takes your confidence, I think the only tool that the enemy really has is discouragement. Mm -hmm. I think if he could just take away our courage, take away our confidence, then he can keep us idle. Totally. And, and that's where I feel like knowing who you are, it really does, because I'm looking at your notes, lead into the second thing that's also so important. So I want you to jump to that because I have a thought that I want to pair at the end of it. So what's point number two? <laughs> know what you're called to. Yep. So yep, there it is. Second, <laughs> second Thessalonians 1, 11 through 12 says, we pray that God will make you fit for what he's called you to be, that he'll fill mm. your good ideas and acts of faith with his own mm. energy so that it all amounts to something. If your life honors the name of Jesus, he will honor you. Grace is behind and through all of this. Our God giving himself freely, the master Jesus Christ giving himself freely. And I love this because it's both practical and mm -hmm. spiritual. So yeah. you need to know what you're called to. Like, I'm not called to be a mechanic. 
and that's okay. Like <laughs> you're I not. You're not. Kelly, <laughs> get out of here. So it's it's appropriate that I wouldn't have a lot of confidence if I was stepping into a mechanic's garage to work on your car. You'd be like, please don't do that. Um, so there's something very practical about that, and there's something very practical in knowing what you're called to, and then working at that. So I know Jenny, you recently mm. went back to seminary. It's like you're yeah. called to be a teacher of the Bible. And so you're learning, you're getting education. I'm called yeah. to be a musician. So I need to practice the piano. If I never practice, I am not going to be prepared. Therefore, I'm not mm. going to have confidence. So there is this like practical side. And I love that because that's, that's him filling your good ideas and your acts of faith. That's sort of your, the practical side of you being prepared. Yeah. And then there's the spiritual side of knowing what you're called to do, knowing that the will of God will never lead you where the grace of God cannot keep you. So mm. if he's called you to do it, he's going to provide what you need to do it. He, mm. you got this because God's got you. So you know, good. I think so many people recycle thoughts of, okay, well, I've got passion to do something. God's called me to do something, right? But what, what do I need to be doing? And I love the fact that you're saying, know what you're called to do. Like, look, look at that with an examining eye, because you're right. You're going to have natural tendencies that you're, you're inclined to do better and they come easier and more natural to you. And maybe the, the sum of your life with your, <laughs> the things you've already been doing can lead you in places that you have skills that other people need. Um, and I think, can I just be honest? Confidence is squashed in this area because most people don't even see the value of what they bring to the table. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Our gifts can often feel so ordinary because they're familiar to us, right? It's Woo! like, that's, that's that familiar again. Thing. our gifts can often feel so <laughs> ordinary because they're familiar to us. Wow. But to those of us Good. like receiving our gifts, they're extraordinary because everybody else doesn't have those gifts. And yeah. so I'm you got to go home now. Bye up. everybody. That was everything I <laughs> need, is. needed to hear. Wow. <laughs> so good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love, I love Kelly that you said the will of God will never lead you where the mm. grace of God cannot keep you. And, and I love that you touched on the natural side of it. Cause I, I train people in this, like we've mm -hmm. ministered together, Kelly on, um, helping people follow their dreams and their purpose. And, you know, oftentimes we can over spiritualize that in a way that we feel called to something that we have no wow. skill for, which can be true. But also I love that you touched on the practical because if you're tone deaf, you're probably not going to be singing solos with Mariah Carey. Like, <laughs> let's keep Christmas. <laughs> Wait a minute. I feel this half. I feel this a divine moment. <laughs> Kelly, can you hit that Mariah Carey <laughs> note? No. She said no. She knows her lane. Sing, sing, oh, come all you faithful real quick. I'll do some harmony. Let's go real quick. Oh, just no, a stanza. No, no, no. Yeah, just, yeah. 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 Oh, come, come all on. ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come. Oh, you're like, what's the words? What's the words? <laughs> yes. Well, I no, feel like our, I feel like there's like a delay. Yeah. yeah there's oh, like I was a there. Delay in the, in no, the, um, our technology couldn't keep up with the it, greatness. Yeah, it wasn't worth it. But you know Our what? technology, oh, the Lord intervened, but himself and was like, royalties, you can't afford that. Stop <laughs> it right now. Stop it. <laughs> 
we picked an old song it didn't have royalties <laughs> anyways love that Beautiful. so know what you're called to do number three hit it on us know where your confidence comes from Okay. And if you want to just dive deep in a really good example of somebody who had fearless confidence, I'm going to say your homework is to read First Kings, the first 12 chapters at some point. Okay. Um, well, that's because, a lot of homework. It's a lot of homework, Ooh. but yeah, it's like, like, break. If you just want to like sit yeah, in this, you know, Solomon is like the king of fearless confidence and I love it. Mm, so yeah. it says, mm. after Solomon completed building the temple of God, and all the projects he set his heart on doing. Don't we all have those projects we set our heart on doing? Mm -hmm. God appeared to Solomon and said, I've mm. listened to and received all your prayers, your ever so passionate prayers. Come on, who's praying those passionate prayers out there listening? I know I am. Mm. I've sanctified this temple that you've built. My name is stamped on it forever. My eyes are on it and my heart in it. As for you, if you live in my presence, pure in heart and action, living the life I've set out for you, attentively obedient to my guidance and judgments, then I'll back your kingly rule over Israel and make it a sure thing on a solid foundation. I like to think replace sure thing, make it a confident thing on a solid yeah. foundation. So that's First Kings 9. So wow. I want to say this. Solomon was living in God's presence. He was praying passionate prayers. He was attentively obedient. Being mm. with God is where your confidence grows. So mm -hmm. in the second point, I was talking about the practical side of like practicing, like I need to practice scales to play the piano mm. well. Mm -hmm. You need to practice being in God's presence. That's where your confidence comes from. You can't just go, oh my goodness, I'm going to need confidence for this thing I'm going to do tomorrow. And then go to God's presence and be like, okay, I need confidence right now. No, it's in that <laughs> daily, right? daily sitting in God's yep. presence. It's that daily living in his presence. It's that mm. daily attentive obedience. Because as you step out in faith and you live a life yielded to the Holy Spirit and you see him provide time and again, your confidence will grow. Yeah. It is a guarantee yeah. when you see him show up, your confidence will grow. But you've mm. got to practice, meaning like daily show up, being and living in the presence of God. So good. And in that, mm. as you were saying, it's like the, this, the natural byproduct of being in the presence of God is this confidence First and foremost, a trust and a faith is built in who he is. And mm -hmm. then we reflect that as we walk out his will. And I love that you mentioned, like, mm. it's not like you have a big project to do. So you just race into, into hanging out with him and be like, Lord, give right. me confidence. Cause then you're like right. genie in a bottle. Jesus. Right. Exactly. And we're not doing that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just that practice of meeting with him daily. Now, do you have a rhythm to that for yourself? Cause I know you're a mom, you have kids, <laughs> you're singing songs, you're doing all the yeah. things. Um, I, I am learning to be a morning person. Um, and oh. I'm not, a, I'm not We've a very, about this. Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm not an early morning person, but I mm -hmm. get up with enough time Praise him. to yes. read the Bible and just spend time with him. And also our car, we don't have a carpool anymore. So I'm like three hours in the car a day. And what yeah. I realized is I can take the, the drive after I drop my son off from school and I have a 40 minute drive home and I'm mm. using that to pray, to worship. Yeah. And it's like my quiet time can be in the car. I mean, yeah, 
there's there's nothing in the Bible that's like you can't have a quiet time in the car. So I think and and then I'm realizing like now I'm not dreading the drive either. And so um I I I'll take maybe 20 minutes to read the Bible and then I'll I'll have kind of the other half of my quiet time part two in the car on the way home. Mm. I love that. I love that. So no one, know who you are, yep. know what you're called to, know where your confidence comes from. And one and other then, point on Samuel or yeah, yeah. Solomon. Solomon, sorry. Everybody in the Bible, here's a clue, guys. They're ordinary people. Everybody except Jesus had the same access, the same weaknesses, the same limitations, everything that you have. They have the same God, the same access to his miraculous power and provision that you have. So if they are doing these things, it means it's possible for you to do them too. We're all on an even playing field here. Love that. That's good. That gives us confidence to move to point four. Come on, Kelly. So know when your confidence comes. First Kings 8 says, may he keep us centered and devoted to him, following the life path he has cleared, watching the signpost, walking at the pace and rhythms he laid out for us. So I want you to pay attention to your rhythms because it's very hard to feel confident when you're tired. That's a good reminder. Yeah. So is Sabbath a part of your rhythm? Is rest a part of your rhythm? Is gratitude and celebration a part of your rhythm? Mm -hmm. It's so important to take time to identify. I I have a rhythm where about once a month, I'll, I'll do what I call God provisions. And I take my journal out and I literally just like dump every tiny thing, big thing, everything God has provided for me in that Mm -hmm. month. And Mm. you know what happens by the end of that? My faith is like exploding and my confidence like, oh my goodness, like with God, I can do anything, you know, with my God, I can scale any wall. And so, but I would, I wouldn't have that if I wasn't having a rhythm of gratitude and celebration of the ways God provides. And if you're not taking time to Sabbath and Sabbath can look a lot of different ways. But Sabbath is like one of the best gifts God's given us. I mean, it's like he's given us a day to chillax and rest and have fun (laughs) and enjoy things. Like it is not, it's not an overbearing thing at all. It's such a gift to us. And, and you have like an all access path, pass to rest once a week. Yeah. Uh, you know, it. you're preaching to the choir here, but one yeah. of my favorite things that I've ever heard, and we've just started celebrating Shabbat um, since July of this year, and it's been going this entire year, every Friday, Saturday. But one thing that we've we've discovered is simply this. Rest is not a reward. Hmm. It's It's not a reward. You don't get it because you did so great. You get it just because it's your right. It's, it's like a God right for you to have that. And I love that you pointed that out because know when your confidence comes, but I feel like we would be amiss if we just didn't end cap at all, because I think this is the biggest one. Hit us with number five. Know why your confidence matters. So okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You're just going to say that. Okay. Know why it matters. Got it. (laughs) God picked you out as his from the very start. Think Mm. of it. Included in God's original plan of salvation by the bond of faith and the living truth. This is the life of the spirit he invited you to through the message we delivered in which you get in on the glory of our master, Jesus Christ. So friends, take a firm stand, feet on the ground and head high. 
Keep a tight grip on what you were taught, whether in personal conversation or by our letter. May Jesus himself and God our Father who reached out in love and surprised you with gifts of unending help and confidence mm. put a fresh heart in you, invigorate your work, enliven your speech. That's 2 Thessalonians 2, 13 through 17. So friend, God's picked you out. He has big plans for you. Mm. You are unique. We said this before, your gifts might feel so ordinary because they're so familiar to you. But to everybody else, they're extraordinary. And we need what you have. It's mm. you have nothing to prove. You already have all that you need. That's fearless confidence. It's moving past this striving to a stewarding. Yeah. So striving is saying, it, you you might not have confidence because you're worried you're going to fail or you're worried you're not going to be enough. That's striving. Well, I got to prove that I belong here. I got to prove mm -hmm. that I'm good enough. I got to prove that I deserve this position or this opportunity or this whatever. And, and the Holy Spirit's mm. saying, no, you have nothing to prove and nothing to gain because I've already given you all you need, but I'm calling you just steward those things. Yeah. And that's why we show up with excellence. That's why we try to do our best because we're stewarding the things God's given us, not striving to prove something about what he's given us. So mm. the difference is, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I love what you're saying, and I love how you're pointing it back to giving glory to God. If you don't know, we'll put this in the show notes, but most of the translations that she's been reading from the scriptures are from the message translation. And um, it's a it's a great paraphrase, but some of the wording in it really puts in together what I hear you coming out and saying that you need the most. There's words like, he's going to put a fresh heart in you. He's going to invigorate your work along with God's help. He's going to enliven you. Like mm -hmm. when you're saying this is something that matters because it's it's his glory on the line it's not yours do you know what i mean this is why confidence matters it's because you got it's like david walking up to goliath going hey who's talking bad about my god <laughs> what's going on here and the moment that you are discouraged and you don't have confidence it's like you're letting the goliath just run his mouth in your life with your discouragement and i love that you've chosen this kind of translation and paraphrase because it's so fresh saying god's the one that's doing this don't forget it that's why your confidence matters it's because his name's on the line not just yours right like the fact that he gets to add it to it that's that's butter right the fact oh, that you're like, hey, my name gets etched somewhere in this, in this story with you. What kind of grace is that? But God <laughs> will never forsake his own name and his own glory for anybody else. So you should have all the confidence in the world right. to walk in a room and go, uh-uh, this ain't happening. Here's why. <laughs> you know, I love point number five. Know why mm -hmm. your confidence matters because God's name's on the line. Totally. So good. Totally. And when you realize that you're free to take risks. And it's yeah. just a lot of fun. And that's wow. that's really where I've been these last few months. I've started to make a bunch of music videos. And I am like, I'm doing things I never imagined would be possible. And I know I'm not doing them in my own strength. But yeah. I feel this freedom to push the boundaries of where I'm comfortable and to step yeah. out in confidence. And I'm having a blast. And it's yeah. so much fun because you yes. know what? I'm not trying to prove anything. Yeah. Pressure's off. And you share some behind the scene glimpses on your Instagram. And I just love following the work you're doing and where God is 
placing you and positioning you. Can you let our listeners know how they can get more info about you and how they can follow you as well? Yes. So I am very active on Instagram. I'm really passionate there to help you have hope. So I'm a hope giver Mm -hmm. and I show up there bringing daily doses of hope on Instagram. So if you follow me there at Kelly Haddock Music, I just joined TikTok, same handle at Kelly Haddock Music. All right. um, All right. Okay. My my music is anywhere you stream music. So whatever platform you are on, you can find me there. And as I just mentioned, we are doing a bunch of music videos. We're releasing four music videos um, for my Christmas album. The first one, um, well, the first one releases tomorrow from when we're when we're recording this. So that's exciting. Um, so they're already live for our listeners oh, right now. Listen. Go yes. see awesome. them. Yes. yes. So YouTube, Love Kelly it. Haddock. My name is Kelly with an IE for those of you listening. Good um, disclaimer. That makes and we'll it link easier that. to find. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I feel like we only just scratched the surface of a conversation with you. I feel like there's so much more that we could find out and need to. Um, But we're going to have so many things linked in our show notes today. And we encourage you really go in those show notes, find out all the links on where to find her music, where to find Kelly, send her a message, give her some confidence saying, I love all the fashion (laughs) tips you're giving us on Instagram, (laughs) build it up, boost it, let her feel incredible as well. And tell her, thank you for being a guest and a friend of the show today, because we have been better mm-hmm. for your mastermind episode. Yeah. I Thank I you. love I want to go just a minute over, guys. We're trying to oh, hit 30 go. minutes, but um Kelly, your voice as mm. you sing breaks things off of people. I've witnessed that firsthand. Like there's just transformation that comes from who you are because you're confident in the Lord. Mm. So I just want to ask for you quickly but also powerfully just to pray over the listeners that might be struggling with confidence. Can you, can you just lead us in a short prayer and then we'll wrap the show? Yes, I will. Thanks. Acts, Acts 431 says they were all filled with the Holy spirit and continued to speak God's word with fearless confidence. So I'm praying that over you, Lord, give us a fearless confidence to do the things you've called us to do confidence in you and not in numbers or statistics. Give us fearless obedience that's not bound by the approval and affirmation of others. Give us a prayerful trust that is expectant of you stretching out your hand and healings and miracles and wonders done in the name of Jesus. Give us fearless confidence to hope in you and your power instead of being crippled by our own weaknesses and inhibitions. Help us take risks and move past our comfort zones with a fearless confidence that comes from you. You are the initiator and the provider. You are bigger than our fears and insecurities. You can help us live and serve and love with a fearless confidence because we know you are taking perfect care of us. So God, in you, we want to live and move and have our being. In you is where our hope is found. And in you, we are free to move forward with fearless confidence. It's a big ask, but you are a big God offering a love that's more than big enough to handle our fears and fuel us with courage to live in big ways by the power of your Holy Spirit, because this is the big invitation you extend to us, a life with you, a life with fearless confidence. So God, we submit to you and we rest in you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 So good. So good. I'm telling you, you're a friend of the show now. We're going to have you back sometime. And uh, I'm going to be bumping out to your Christmas music. Don't even, don't even get me lying on that. 
<laughs> hey, hey, hey. Thank Until you. Until next week, everybody, we encourage you, find what it is that's telling you that you should or shouldn't and kick it out the door. All right. Kick bye, it. everybody. <laughs> we'll see you next time. If you've been inspired to stop shitting yourself, head over to iTunes and write a review and just give us all the stars. If there's one thing you're going to should yourself with, you should subscribe to our show so you don't miss an episode. See you next time.